Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 838, for Saturday, January 7th, 2023. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Well, in the first of the year list, which is this the first list in 2023, we always see an increased amount of views. I don't know 100% why that is. Could be a combination of factors. Um... Christmas is always a little bit lower, so this might just be people rebounding, returning to the site. Maybe they've got new games that they're wanting to explore. Could be that there are end-of-year lists on other sites that are driving traffic to BoardGameGeek, but it's a recurring phenomenon. And typically, the big beneficiaries are older titles and the those evergreens that we have around. This is often their peak position of the year is here in the first or second week of January. And we see that here this week too. Climbing two to number 20 to capture its first top 20 position since the end of September, Root by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games with 18,075 views. That is a gain of 2,276 or 14% and is about 1,500 more than last week's number 20. The double-digit gain is also a common theme this week. There are only one, two, three, four, five, six games that do not have a double-digit percentage gain, and only three that have a loss. Down three to 19, Revive, by Helga Meissner, Eilif Svensson, Anna Wurmland, and Christian Amundsen-Ostby, published by Aporta Games, with 18,486, 411 more than Root, and a gain of just 108 views, or six-tenths of one percent, and so down three positions it goes. Returning to the top 20 at number 18, Obsession, by Dan Halligan, published by Cayenta Games, with 18,730, 244 more than Revive, a gain of 84%. This is the only new entry into the top 20, and so we have no debuts in either the top 10 or the top 20. That is also not uncommon around the first of the year. Climbing 3 to number 17 to reach its highest position since May 14th of last year, about almost eight months ago, Sleeping Gods by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 18,996, 266 more than Obsession, a gain of 14%. It also occurs to me that uh, at the first of every month, there is a sort of a, a fuller running of the algorithm to calculate games ratings. And so you'll sometimes see a significant shift in the rating of a game on the first of the month. And we have seen the number one game on the site change hands three times on the first day of the year, which makes me wonder whether maybe there's something going on there too. I do wonder whether uh, maybe there's something in the, I don't know, could it be that they're like some, some backlogged views that are just kind of haven't been recorded or haven't been registered and just kind of all get slapped onto a game on just one day. 
know what? I can check that real quick. Live. Live. Uh, because I check every day to make sure that the page view totals are being updated day by day, because sometimes they aren't uh, for one reason or another. I always go and check uh, Pandemic Legacies page views because it is not in the top 20, you know, ever, but it is near the top of the charts. And so it seems like a good barometer. Like this is one, if this one's updated, then the rest of them probably are too. And so I have Pandemic Legacies ratings, uh, individual day by day page view totals. And so I'm scanning back through and it got, uh, let's see, 1,000, 1,100, 1,100, 1,100, 1,100, 900, 900, 11, 1,000, 11. Yeah, so there's no big spike in. So that's that was a, I guess I could edit that part out, but meh, not going to. Back up uh, one to number 16, where it was two weeks ago. Arkham Horror, the card game by Nate French and MJ Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 19,461. 465, more than Sleeping Gods, and a gain of 12%. There's your common uh, gain, somewhere between 10 and 15%. The gap from Arkham Horror at number 16 to Root at number 20 is less than 1,400 views. The gap between 15 and 16 is almost 2,000. Down one spot to number 15, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 21,435. That is a gain of 11%, and yet it reaches its lowest position on the chart since October 30th of 2021, when it was number 17. So you're going back now uh, more than a year, a year and two months. It's kind of backwards. Spirit Island ought to be one that's benefiting from the elevated page view totals, but perhaps because it has already been sort of elevated for the last several months, it's not benefiting as much. Jumping five spots up to number 14, Brass, Birmingham by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 21,590, 155 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 29%. This one very likely being boosted because of its rank on the site. This is the highest position Brass has seen since late August, early September, when it made a three-week run in the top 10. After two weeks back in the top 10, down 5 to 13, Flamecraft, by Manny Vega, published by Cardboard Alchemy, with 21,723. 133 more than Brass, just 288 more than Spirit Island, a decline of 2.2%. Also tumbling out of the top 10 after two weeks back in, down 2 to 12, Endless Winter, by Stan Kordonsky, published by Fantasia Games, with 23,245, 1,500 more than Flamecraft, and a gain of 6%. Vaulting 10 spots up to number 11, Lost Ruins of Arnak. Oh, so we have a second re-entry. Sorry about that. Actually, a third, because Root also re-entered. By Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition, with 23,425. 180, more than Endless Winter, and a gain of 41% to its highest position since February 19th of last year. 
I don't know. I tried to look through the forums to see why this in particular received such a big jump. Uh, there is one other game that received a big leap also that I can't quite explain. But again, there are only three new entries in the top 10. Uh, the three games falling out are from 10 to 12, Endless Winter, from 8 to 13, Flamecraft, and from 6 to 32, Roll and Write, Woodcraft. At number 10, up two spots from last week, and returning after three months away, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 23,844, just 419 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, a gain of 16%, to the most views it has had since January 29th of last year. Again, January being an elevated page views environment for reasons I've already discussed. That is 1,900 more also than last week's number 10. Our second new entry returns after 33 weeks away, that's about 8 months, and charts at number 9, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 24,030, 186 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 26% to the most views Terraforming Mars has seen since January 22nd. Last week it was number 15, so it is a six-position climb. And our highest new entry is in at number 8, returning after five months away, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 24,842, 812 more than Terraforming Mars, a gain of 28%. Last week, uh, Everdell was number 13, two weeks ago was number 19, so a six-position climb, and now a five-position climb. Number eight is the highest position Everdell has seen since April of 2021, close to two years ago, when it was number five. Repeating at number seven, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 25,780. Over 900, better than Everdell, and a gain of 12%. Continuing its upward climb, steadily climbing multiple positions each week, uh, going back a few weeks, it's gone from 16 to 13 to 9, now up to number 6, for Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 27,615, 1,800 more than Cascadia, a gain of 25%, and number 6, is the highest position Wingspan has had since January 9th of 2021, two years ago, when it was also number six. It's also the first time it has been back-to-back -back weeks in the top ten since then. It went number five on January 2nd and number six on January 9th, two years ago. Repeating at number five, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 36,021, 8,400 more than Wingspan, a gain of 40%. This is one of the other ones I don't really understand. Arnak gained 41, Dune Imperium 40%. That's way above the curve of what most of the games are gaining. In fact, this is the seventh best performance Dune Imperium has ever had, 
the most views since December of 2021, and it's also the first time it's been back-to-back in the top five since middle of March. After two weeks at number three, down one to four, Frosthaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with 42,913, close to 7,000 more than Dune, but a decline of 6%. So here is where you see the clearest evidence of whatever this phenomenon is that is elevating page view totals across the site. It really is focusing on established games because Frosthaven, Flamecraft, a little lower back, and another game coming up in a minute, are all newer games, and so they are sort of on their normal trajectories, whereas all of these older games are getting all of these page view buffs. Don't know. Climbing one spot for the second week in a row, from five to four to three, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 50,248. More than 7,000, clear of Frosthaven, and a gain of 35%. So, along the lines of Dune and Arnax gains, uh, very quite a bit higher than... In fact, Everdell was 28%. Terraforming Mars was 26%. Wingspan was 25%. So, uh, still all above the general curve. Number two, uh, number three is Arc Nova's highest position since November 12th, close to two months ago when it was number two. At 50,000 plus is the most views it's had since May 21st, which was its 16th week at number one. So that week it was good enough for number one. In fact, it's had 10 additional weeks at number one since, with lower page view totals. This is also Arc Nova's 60th week in the top 10 making it the 17th game to reach that threshold. Repeating at number two for the second week, Eon Trespass Odyssey by Marcin Velnicki, published by Into the Unknown, with 52,888, 2,600 more than Arc Nova, and a decline of nearly 10%, the biggest decline by far in the top 20. This is also the fewest views, just under 53,000, that Eon Trespass has had since December 3rd, five weeks ago, which was the week when it re-entered the top 10, and the week right before it spent three weeks at number one. And so repeating at number one for the second week is Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skjold Peterson, published by Days of Wonder, with 70,000. 732, almost 18,000 more than Eon Trespass, and a gain of 7.3%. So that is more, again, not really in line with uh, the the first-of-the-year phenomenon, but I think a more genuine representation of how well it's doing. So remember, Heat has been on a inexorable week-after-week climb for the last several weeks where it finally attained number one last week. Apparently no one told it that there's no higher position than number one because it continues to add views. In fact, having that just over 70,000 mark puts it at number 67 on the most views of all time or the best performances for a week, the most views list. For Saturday, January 7th, 
2023.